Hi, this is Jim the Keys, bartender, coming to you from the Catch Restaurant on Mile Marker 102, Oceanside and Key Largo, which has happy hour Monday through Friday, 3.30, 6.30. That is the PM, you degenerates. Um, you great drink and food specials. They can cook your catch when you come down here. Many different pre- preparations to choose from. The feature preparation I would choose is the Godfather. That's delicious, man. That's a just a uh, they, they don't they don't they it. don't do body crabs though. They don't do body crabs. No body the crabs. menu is expansive yeah. and able to satisfy the most picky of diners. The kitchen is open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day. There's live entertainment. Thursday, Saturday evenings, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday evenings. Great service, great food. You'll be hooked at the catch. There you go. Okay, I'm here with Bill Whitzinger Hi, and Luke Glenn. Hey. Um, this is late. Uh, we're, well, actually, we're mid-August, actually. Beginning of May long. No, but this now, is middle of, that's okay. not even oh, middle Beginning August. of lobster season. Mainly. Okay. The commercial but, guys but, just okay. dropped the traps. So, Don't so make me feel any worse. For from here, from this that. time to <laughs> September, October, November, with exception of Labor Day, is a great time to come down here. Lodge and oh, rates are low. Roads are clear. The weather is great. Except, you know, last year we did have a, a significant event this time. It was our Irma. But, uh, yeah, if there's not a hurricane, it's gorgeous. We're back. Uh, one re- I, realized not, uh, I realized how not busy it was down here when I went to the store. And every time we go out now, every place you go, it's people you recognize, not people you've never seen before yep that's it it's like it's actually in busy season it's like you have alzheimer's you don't recognize anybody but in season it's like everybody in your life is down here everybody you know so people you don't recognize uh but that enthusiastically you ever get this happen you guys get as musicians you get it tony allen um someone comes up and they enthusiastically recognize you yeah I go, I go, hey, you. Hey, you. I see so many people yeah. all the time. I what do you say? Them. I just say the Tony same Allen, thing. the Keys Undertaker. I just say, hey, how's it going? And I just wait for them to talk, and hopefully they say something. That way I can realize if I recognize them from my office or from the bar. Uh, okay, yeah. Luke, what do you say, man? You're a musician. Someone I you don't am, recognize, they I know call you. everybody, hey, man. Hey, man. Whether it's a I go, hey, you, you do, hey, man, and you do, hey. I just say, hey, how's it going? How, hey, man. How you how doing, you? chief? That's you? Chief or captain. Oh, wow, that's awkward when a woman comes up and, to you. You call a woman chief. A, no, if that's it's a, a girl that I've seen, <laughs> and I, and I, I, knew, and, I um, and I know, if it's like a... Like one of our local waitresses or, or whatever, and I and I can't remember her name, it's always Sweetie Honey. Sweetie dear. Honey. Speaking of names we won't forget, on the cover of this episode, we have Jessica, a bartender at McGee's for the last 10 years at Cotman and Cottage uh, in Philadelphia, uh, Northeast Philadelphia. She's a lovely girl. Um, uh, I I put it on because my... Would it be inappropriate for me that she, um, you know, I thought you said Jessica. She's listening. She's listening. Well, hi, Jessica. Uh, it's Luke uh, Glenn, if you're listening, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica. Well, I have the Luke Glenn, the musician, and, uh, and I he admired your them. attributes. Those were some uh, nice bottles. Okay. It's like uh, one of my other friends scotch. down here. But they'll be able, people will be able to enlarge to get a closer look at the bot at the bottles. Her name's Tiffany, but I call her Stephanie. You oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't see the other nice. picture. Oh, not, I call not, her crazy no, no, okay. chick. And I'm not going to yeah, put the other picture. Okay. 
Uh, if you're listening to us, Jessica, we cannot put that picture on without your approval. It's not express written Wait, consent. The, it's not. That was the one that was texted to you. Yeah, but not by her. I got approval. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I saw. I that got one. approval of the first picture, the one you right, didn't yeah. see. Um, and you know what? We're trying Either, to avoid being creepy. No, no I we don't want to be creepy. <laughs> and uh, you know what? We talked entirely too long. We got to talk about yes, the owner. Please. Pat. We got to talk my buddies, uh, the McGinns. Pat McGinn, John McGinn, Mike McGinn, Neil McGinn. Oh, God. Nora McGinn. Uh, Nora. Oh, God. Oh, God. She has an Italian last name now, right? Nora. Okay. I apologize. I should know. No, no. De Rossini is his other sister. I think it's Megan McGinn. It's Megan De Rossini. But it's my it's this great family in northeast Philadelphia. My, one of my favorite dive bars. We're gonna talk about it later on. Today is episode ninety six. It's called Texas Margarita. Because I have a problem. Not with Texas. Not with margaritas. Not with margaritas. But a Texas margarita. And I, I, I said it's about the bushwhacker. About what? The bushwhacker. Okay. A bushwhacker sounds like a guy that could be in the old west. Sneak up on you, or a guy who's kind of a rapist. I figured it was somebody bush. from Australia. A bush, a bushwhacker, a guy that yep. is just whacking out in the bush. Okay, he's masturbating out in the outback. Right. A, there you a go. bushwhacker. Hey, buddy, can you do one more thing for us, Luke? B double E double U N. Beer run. Wine run. Oh, the gay, gay run. <laughs> no, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> so. So uh, I want to thank the McGann's. Uh, I, it's a it's a great uh, it's rated one of the best dive bars in Philadelphia. We're going to get back to that, but and uh, said Comic Con in Mayfair, and I repeated that several times. But I eventually we're going to get other people that would like to post their pictures, and because we're currently all men, I think we like pictures of the ladies. Um, oh, if yeah. you'd like to get your bar featured on the podcast. We will do it. I'm always going to feature um, in games because that's my favorite bar. But you guys, uh, we're going to have the opportunity for you to feature yours and mention some of them. Uh, so we uh, we have this part of the time of the year where people come in and go, you know, you have enough time, you're not busy, and they come up to the bar and they say, hey, we were here three years ago. Remember us? No. Okay. <laughs> not at all. Uh, you mean out of the 10,000 other people I met? And I'm not that memory fucking expert. And you know what? Don't say anything. You're in business. I wouldn't do anything. That, thank you, Luke, man. You are a gentleman and a scholar. Um, when someone comes up, do you remember us? We were down here five years That's ago. That's why I don't drink wine. Who wants a fucking half glass of fucking anything? I want I a fucking you know bull glass you, of shit, I, man. I, I know pretty much what the content is, just like in the beer. If I keep it low, a, a small glass. That's it. That's yeah, but you're within walking distance at home, man. You're right, but I'm, I, I still... Yeah, I know. Luke and I have to drive by a bunch of bars. <laughs> Actually, last week after the show, we got in trouble again. Yeah, actually, that was all my fault because, um, well, see, I forgot to eat last Wednesday, so. Well, that's um, podcast you guys? Yeah, yeah, we, we went down, we ran around, yeah, and said we, hi to some friends and drank a bunch of whiskey, and then we get up to uh, the crib, and I told Luke, hey, when you're ready to go, let me know, and I'll drop you off the house. And but I'll by then, the I, was, I, was, uh, I was not firing, I was not there, it was the, 
whatever was left. Yeah. So he misfiring he brain. Up, he ends up calling a wife. You know what? And then she, then she show. Of course, she shows up at the crib, yelling, screaming to me, "Hey, where's my drunk ass husband? Why are you there?" I'm like, "Hey, I told him I was going to keep her at home." You know what? Listen, listen. This is what we might do. Think about this. We may. Uh, uh, I don't even remember. Your boss. No, pose it to your boss. Maybe next Wednesday we'll take or a, a Wednesday we'll we'll give them a five minute in the beginning of the show, in the middle of the show, at the end of the show commercial. If they drive us the rest of the night when we go out on the town. Oh, oh well, yeah. you do know that that uh, one of our drivers has the limo. Yeah, we one okay. So one of them. So so we we, we could uh, we could always talk them into the no, limo we'll give one night. Free, we give them free promo. Of course, I'll tip. I got to tip the guy. Yeah, yeah, we got to tip him out really good. Tip him out yeah. at the end of the night because he, he makes good money maybe, in that maybe, limo. Maybe we could take Tony with us. I was gonna say, I hope he's a good boss and doesn't make Luke do the driving. No, actually, oh, no, actually, that, actually, the boss of the company is uh, is a lady, Terry. <laughs> That She's super bomb. nice. That would be fucking counterproductive. Yeah. And, uh, that way we, we couldn't get... You ever... Yeah, but I can see a boss doing silver? that. He's like, yeah, this sounds like a good deal for me. That's fine. Guess what? You're driving that day. Hey, you got a fancy family car thing, right? No. No? No. Oh, you're looking at... I mean, hell, man. You could make hey, Tony, extra money with it. Tony, if it's just sitting there, man, you could have... Yeah, no. <laughs> they don't. Herbo? They don't... Yeah, they don't use limousines anymore, so it's just cheaper now. It's not now even it a is. Cadillac? No, I, my hearse is... But, you but, know, you're going to have to lay down in the back of that. But not the family. You don't have a family car? We don't have car? a family car. No. They stopped no. using those, like, in the 90s. Yeah. Wow, yeah. man. Yeah. Because there's so many limousine companies. It's just yeah, easier to up. hire a company out than, oh, I mean, we have stuff. one. And then what happens is the family wants right. two limousines. So then now Maria. I have to go rent one. So right. it's just easier well, to call Maria's a company and do here. it. That way, if, if the company yeah. doesn't show up, it's not my fault. Yeah. Right. You know, they hired the company. Right. Mucho bonita. Yeah. yeah, man, it was always yeah. a, I remember, you know, it was always oh, a big yeah, back deal to have the family car, man. And up north, there's a lot of funeral homes that still do that. Well, no. they, and they, then they had the little flags funny, they put that, on everybody's yep. car. Maria walked by with all those flowers. Oh, I saw something shit. smelled good. It smelled, smelled like flowers. Like your place of work. Oh, I'm sure. Right there. I'd rather it smell like flowers than, you know, formaldehyde. So. Oh, no, my God, you're right. <laughs> no, yeah. my God. That, that was, did you smell those flowers? I did. That was awesome. I yep. can actually almost smell them now. I'm getting I'd a little like, hint at it. I would like to stick those in yeah, my Bill, cab, uh, we, man. Bill Wissinger is a, a little <laughs> under the weather right now, but he is powering through these last two episodes, and I really appreciate that. He did some really dirty cocaine, and it plugged him all up, man. <laughs> no, that's not what he did, man. No, nah, I'm just making shit blue, up, man. No, actually, I'm, I, I, I am not allowed to do cocaine unless they have cattle prods and <laughs> zip ties and things I like that. I that, man. That'd be like King Kong when they uh, but, to New York. No, they, they, they said uh, they, they, they compare it to Sasquatch. Yeah. We got a big, big fucked up Sasquatch running around the parking lot. Yeah. Going, I did cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, I belong to this, and, and I, I want to um, mention to you, it's, on, it's the bartending part of the show. The bartending part of the show is the Texas Margarita. I belong to this uh, Facebook group. We already said that there's musician groups on Facebook, Luke. Yeah. And that we kind of commiserate with the bullshit where people put up with. And this guy comes up to one of my friends, and um, uh, I think it's... Uh, I forget it. It's a bartenders, uh, servers, 
or the World Unite, maybe, or something like that. And uh, they talk about a Texas margarita. I'm a Texas margarita, and a person goes, what's a Texas margarita? Well, it's the same as regular margarita, but it's double the tequila. You know, okay, I understand. You want to get a fucking double drink for nothing. They always do this. Listen, when you ask, if you is the person, if you have a bartender worth any of your salt, oh, no. and they ask for, if they ask for a drink in a bigger glass, you're gonna get more mixer, not more booze, more booze. A lot you're of people get the same want you're get a t- more yeah, mixer yeah. though. Some you're people get, don't like a strong drink. Yeah, you're gonna get an ounce and a half pour. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Luke. That's that's a truism, man. And um, but. When the guy called it in Texas, it reminds me to drink the Bushwhacker. The Bushwhacker. I remember hearing about you know that. the Bushwhacker? Yeah, vaguely. I've, I've heard the name, and uh, it's something. The Bushwhacker is like a mudslide. I know, but it's a chick drink. It's called a Bushwhacker. Like, it's supposed to be top. <laughs> it's supposed to sound like a tequila, but you're drinking, you're drinking a mudslide. You're drinking a girly drink. Calling it a bushwhacker is like putting a dress on Pauly Shore and calling him Rambo. It's not. It's not Rambo. That's why you're just naming it different, but the contents are girly. And there's nothing so wrong with being girly. Pauly Shore's mom actually owned uh, the one comedy club out there in L.A. And uh, so he got to watch all the greats. When he was a kid, you know, like yeah, uh, I guess that's how he got into the career. Richard Pryor and uh, Sam Kennison and okay, well, George Carlin and shit. Yeah, let's hear about. Oh, so in uh, upstate New York, man, they uh, in the Lucille Ball's hometown, they uh, officially opened the uh, Comedic Hall of Fame. There you go. Television comedy or comedy hall of fame? For comedians, all the comedians. There was a bit. There was a group going out. They were called the Comedians of Comedy. I think it was Patton Oswalt. Um, who's the guy? Uh, Zach Galifianakis. You ever hear of it? No. Comedians of Com- Comedy. I mean, Zach Galifianakis had it. This pre pre hangover before he became. Before you, if I said Zach Galifianakis, you would have said who? You know who yeah, Zach Alvin is? I'm still saying, still saying, I'm still who. saying who. <laughs> uh, you don't remember the guy from uh, Hangover? I, I, don't, I, I don't. No, I didn't no. really yeah. see that movie. No. Really? No, no one knows? Okay. Okay. Maybe you're not. They you make like Sarah, three or know, four of them. Do you know who Sarah Silverman is? Yes. I know who Sarah Silverman is. You know Silverman Sarah Silverman, is. but you know don't know Zach Galifianakis because she's kind of hot. Yeah, yeah, well, that that, but yeah, she's that also more. she's kind of a loud mouth, and I can't stand her. So, um, I was that like her because she is. I like her because she is a loud mouth. If you put <laughs> Zach in Google, it'll fill in okay. Galifianakis. Okay, and go to his YouTube. How do you uh, spell Galifianakis? He, he does a show between two. Is, is that the guy that played like, the, let the Google brother? Fill out the rest. <laughs> and like in one of the other movies, he was the one that kept drugging them, right? Yeah, the okay, roofie. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, he was the one that uh, did the, uh, the speech of the wolf pack. Yeah, yeah. Um, before I met you guys, I believed I was uh, a wolf pack of one, and then 
all of a sudden his future brother-in-law comes. Oh, is that possible? Is that a member of my new wolf pack? You know. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm missing it too, but that's okay. You're not all about that comedy shit anyway, probably. Oh, no. Yeah, that's like, uh, not bad. Some funny shit, man. And well, it's not the... I don't think we were up to that anyway, so it's it's all right. We weren't... That wasn't pointed over. You were uh, talking about bushwhackers. Oh, the fucking bushwhacker. The drink. Yeah, you come yeah. up, guy comes up. Give me a bushwhacker. He must have been from Pensacola. It was a Texan. Oh, really? Same difference. It's a Texan. Bushwhackers. It's a guy drinking a You're drinking a a frozen cream drink. Right. And and, uh, I I said it before, and I'll say it again. There was a guy with a Mac hat, a Mac truck hat, and he says, you know, um, I I was helping. I was working at Gilbert's. They were slammed. I work on the floor, going to the table. And guy says, hey, give me a vodka, splash of cranberry, a little lime juice, a little triple sec. On the rocks. <laughs> then I go, okay. And he goes, you're not writing that down. I said, because that's a Cosmo, just like the girls on Sex in the City drink. <laughs> and that guy looked like he was going to beat my ass. <laughs> if he could figure how to beat my ass, because right. he was around five foot five. Ah, yeah, that explains well. it. Yeah. And I go, dude, if you want to try to be tough and behave tough and do all those other things, maybe the first thing you shouldn't have done it's one of the fucking Cosmo. Well, yeah. you know, when Mojitos... Hey, you know what? Cosmos are fucking delicious. That's okay. Yep. Just go and order it. Right. Just don't hide from it. Give me a fucking Cosmo. Give me a Cosmo on the rocks. When Mojitos were first becoming popular, and I know that it's like every bartender hates to make them, yep. so I'm hanging out. Our manager back when I... Before I owned my own business. Yeah. Where, where, where was this? Pensacola. Okay, because... Because you say when mojitos first get popular, I've been living in South Florida since the 80s. And anywhere in Miami, they've always been popular. <laughs> right, this would have been like, you know, t- t- 12 years ago. Yeah. So yeah, that, if, if you go to any of the clubs in Miami, a mojito is not a out of the ordinary. What, and even back then, right. it wasn't an out of the ordinary. And if you wanted a rum and coke, you didn't order a rum and co- coke. You ordered, <laughs> you ordered a, a Cuba Libra. Cuba Libra. Right. Well, either way. So when when Bacardi, I guess, was advertising them on television and they became popular, um, my manager, who's a guy, he's like six foot four. He's a big guy. Um, he's at one end of the table. I'm at the other end of the table, and I'm shooting Jack Daniels and chasing with Budweiser. And there's like five girls in between us, and they're all doing blowjob shots. And I look down at the end, and he's got a freaking mojito. <laughs> and I look at him, and I Stop was like, being Tom, gay. Tom. And he looks up at me and I said, Dude, do they run out of guy drinks down there? Yeah. Yeah, he hated me for the rest of the time I worked for that now, company. Now, I, I must admit, I've been the uh, one time that I was at the Derby, I was completely hammered on uh, mint juleps. Well, we're like I twins. never, I never, I never even got to the, I, I never got to the high end bourbons, man. You know start, what? Well, you know, first of all, it's a hundred fucking degrees. You're sweating. You need something cool, you know. You'd like if you're sweating, it, you're out in the sun. You know, I like bourbon. I like yeah. you know how I like my yeah. bourbon. So yeah, neat, normally right? neat, no no ice. Yeah, normally. But if it was hundred degrees out, shit. If I was riding the trails, yeah. By, by the time by the time I finished with four yeah. of the four or five okay. of those, I was uh, I was feeling pretty damn good. Yeah, no. If I was riding the trails and I came in and stuff like that, and there was ice available in the old west, if the, in the old west, if someone could come into a saloon and it was hot as fuck, 
But there was no ice then, right? There wasn't a lot of ice. You know, people saying, you want ice in that? No, yeah, no, you didn't get ice. Go, you didn't get ice. They asked for a bourbon because that was everything was the same temperature. doesn't matter. But if you had the option to go for a, uh, a mint julep, dude, whiskey, an old-fashioned, give me something ice cold I can drink and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. There you go. But, uh, and down here, obviously, I'm, I drink my bourbon neat, but I do it in an air condition uh, or at night. Yeah. Where we're outside, um, you know, I like my wine. Well, Luke like and I are pretty beer. good about I putting the bourbon, bourbon down when it's uh, nice and hot down I here. I drink my scotch and my bourbon neat. Right. Of course, then again, if it's that, if it's if it's hot enough, I'll, I'll get mine on ice. <laughs> but you know, at one point you were talking about that. So, and I'll screw this up trying to remember history. But you know, you're talking about in the old west with the temperature differences and stuff like that. It actually became popular to drink those frou-frou-y mixed drinks and stuff like that when they were having that really bad run of whiskey, when people were making whiskey out of the wrong stuff. People were getting whiskey poison, lead poisoning, Blind and rock gut, stuff like that. So that's where mixed drinks really started coming around because they had to take the drink, dilute it with something, put it at the bar. So if you did get bad alcohol, you didn't get poisoned versus if you were shooting straight and it bad really whiskey. Took, and that really took a, a big... During the uh, prohibition, yeah, because you had bathtub gin Ooh. and stuff like that. You throw- Good stuff, yeah. Uh, and, uh, it's funny you make a bathtub gin. Where the fuck you getting the vermouth from? They were tr- they were making the martinis from straight up bathtub gin. Oh, yeah. But when they, um, I I I missed uh, spoke for years thinking, oh well, they put uh, you know vermouth and dry vermouth in because they could get it through with the uh, religious. Um, um, ceremony law, right? Because uh, Catholics could get <laughs> no, but Catholics could get wine during prohibition because yeah. it was a sacrament, man. Yeah, it's part of the sacrament. You go and say, and say, listen, you can't. You now can't we elect religious people, and we tell other people how to live in America. We don't let people have freedom of thought anymore, man. Okay, that's the popular <laughs> okay. thing. Well, I got some thought for you, man. You, you, you know, here's what I don't get, man: the whole second. corporate welfare. You keep thing, on talking. Man. I'm talking. I got to say hi to these people. Oh, okay. I was just going to run off about a. Uh, yeah, and you just got completely ignored. There we go. Have a great one. He just <laughs> wanted to talk to the girl yeah, with the yeah. genie britches yeah. on, man. That girl's 15 years old, man. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. I don't care. I'm from maybe. West Virginia. Maybe 14. Yeah. Oh, West Virginia. I'm from fucking West Virginia, man. <laughs> I'm not going to say 12 is age of consent oh, there. Holy shit. That's scary as hell. Hey, Steve. And most of them have really big tits by the time they're 12 in yeah. West Virginia. Okay, come they on say, over whenever. They say it's the hormones they put in the chicken. It's actually in the milk, too, man. There's yeah. a lot of dairy farms That's in West a, Virginia. I'm not going to do uh, that joke about making aspirin. You can make a vitamin, but... How do you make a hormone? You don't pay her. Or kick her in the stomach. Oh. That is brutal. That is fucking brutal. As I was saying it, I was embarrassed. Uh, well, don't let your meat loaf. Don't let your kumquat. Okay, we got anything else? If Jack helped you on a horse, would you help Jack off a horse? I would help Jack off a horse. Thank if, it, you. if it was hey, hot outside, would you take of off your, ja- your pants and jacket? <laughs> yeah, I'd, if it's hot outside, I think I would take my uh, pants, off and jacket. pants off and jacket. Yeah, why not? I've had the proper amount of sunscreen. Hey, have area. you ever got to stick your hand in one of them shoulder-high fucking um, gloves and stick your 
fucking hand all the way up a cow's fucking twat to feel the calf in there. Turn it around no, and make I sure know. that no, I, I, I can most certainly say, Luke, I have never that done that. That is a fucking unique experience. Okay, there you got me on that. I mean, and the cows close, don't even, they don't even, you know, they don't even act like they're, the, I mean, they're just eating. We they don't even know gaps. that you're, you know. Yeah, sometimes we'll have to, like, put two gloves on and go in one hole and in the other hole and two-arm it. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in the country, so. That is Yeah, amazing. man. Oh, so. Um, but it's really fun, man, to step barefoot in a fresh drop pile I'm of sure my shit. friends in. Especially uh, when it's cold outside. My, my friends in Philadelphia, Denver. <laughs> Uh, a China, well, well, China. I don't know who, where you're listening in China or France or Korea or India. If you come from the countryside, that you'll be able to relate with um, stepping in cow poo or taking a long uh, plastic glove and sticking hey, your you hand know, up a, a cow's my... uterus and 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 uh, feeling the calf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got to kind of pull it out. Don't well, they? no, and you got to make sure that it's not. It's turned right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That is amazing. So, uh, and if it is like going to look like it's going to be breach or something, man, you got to put on the other set of gloves and reach in the other hole. And the other day, right, right over here, we're going to bring in Steve here. He's from um, Key Largo Comics. He's a friend of mine. Uh, he's a regular here. Steve, Tony, Tony's the uh, Tony? Keys oh, Undertaker. Nice you. You're uh, from Key this. Largo uh, Comics. Okay. Right. Yes. And uh, stole your microphone. Oh, we stole your microphone right now. We can. I can hand that that over. Hello. Uh, how long have you been doing this Good. stuff down here, Steve? Uh, let me know when you want it back. I've been a little kid. Little kid down I'm here. A little kid. No. Uh, all my life, we've only lived down here about two years in Key Largo, but. Uh, you know, I've been collecting comics since I was a little kid. Yeah. And it kind of just grew into a little bit of a business for me. Yeah. And, I mean, I could probably. Yeah. yeah. Speak louder. It's into it. Like, into it. Like, literally. There we go. Like, there we go. Like, hold it this right. This is to- like, this is a mic for, like, a singer, so it's designed for you to be, like, like literally, right like, right up against my exactly. mouth. Okay, yeah. That's okay, that's okay. serious. I'm that's serious. Steve. From uh, Key Largo Comics. Uh, he's here with Tony, uh, Luke, and I, and uh, Bill. Bill, who's uh, that's funny. I have a friend, and his name is Tony Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Luke. Yeah, that's his name. I swear to God. There's a famous place in Philadelphia called Tony Luke's. Oh. But uh, Steve, Steve's uh, the owner of Key Largo Comics. Right. And we were talking about uh, the other day. I was trying to get you. Uh, Someone what was it baseball cards? I was talking about yeah. someone baseball cards. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea what baseball cards, but guy had a shitload of them. Right, and he has to go someplace, I guess, to go, um, look at. It. But with Key Largo <clears throat> Comics, you would be the the resource for comics. Yeah, more and more and for, like more for comic books. I don't not baseball cards. Not really my expertise, but uh, you know, one similar trend kind of with with baseball cards that has emerged uh, with comic books now is you can actually send comic books in to have them. Like graded and certified, yeah. which you can do that with baseball. You'll see baseball Tony, cards oh, yeah, like encased in plastic, right? Stuff. If it's pristine yeah, and right. no you did know that. They, I, I got and that feeling. This one's they, a little discolored. Exactly. Give, so they assign a, a grade to, to them. To yeah. a, a description. So. Steve looks like our jacked up Kevin Smith. That's not what I look like. <laughs> I don't even a know who Kevin Smith is. Like Kevin Smith, the comic book guy. Yeah, yeah, jacked up. 
Yeah, from uh, uh, no, what Jay do you and think, Silent Tony, Bob. Tony, Tony. Yeah. Okay. You look like yeah. it. I'll like take it. A big, a big Kevin Smith. All right, like, Bill and I are completely lost. Who the hell is Kevin Smith? If he put the comics down and started working out, yes. He put the comics. No, but he also is a director. Well, who the hell is Kevin Smith? Didn't Clerks. Remember the movie Clerks? Clerks. Bill and no. uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Jay and Bo- right. Silent Bob. He was, uh, he was, was Silent, Silent Bob. Bob. Yeah. Or that one, what about the Angels? The one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a great director. He's a yeah, brilliant, did, brilliant, he just, has a brilliant mind. Didn't he just have a heart attack or something? Yeah, well, this Kevin Smith wouldn't have a heart attack because he works out. No, but the, uh, the real Kevin I just, Smith I just had, had your meatloaf platter, issue. so I, actually oh, yeah, I might meatloaf have a heart platter? attack. But. My meatloaf Okay, you just set your back uh, self back 10 years. Uh, or set yourself ahead 10 years, I guess that would be. It tasted uh, good. Yeah. I'll give you my business card when we're done. No, no. Wait. <laughs> no, but Steve's going to be around quite a long time. So if you want to find And his uh, wife, Elizabeth's a good friend of ours, too. Yeah. Sweetheart. Everything uh, is here. awesome. She's, they're two of my favorite um, people that come into the Catch restaurant. We're neighbors. They live right around the corner who haven't had uh, the yes. opportunity. To, uh, we did drink together. We just never They're in the out. neighborhood? Yeah, they're oh, in the neighborhood. Okay. Oh, you should hang out. They're totally positive, awesome, and awesome. We say yeah, awesome that's, a lot. That's, yeah, that's we Liz's live on the next street over, so. That's Liz's uh, catchphrase. She's uh, heavy in the workout, just like uh, uh, Steve. And you guys, I guess everyone here, uh, almost everyone here is almost into fitness. Well, no, I mean, I have a different kind of fitness, man. I mean. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say, I didn't mention your name. 12-ounce like girls? Yeah, I was no, going to no, say, that's no, about I, the routine I, for me. Uh, the calluses on my that fingertips, weight, so. I mean, you know, from play, years and years of playing guitar. Oh. You no, know, I was six, I seven nights a week. I was going, and my lung capacity yeah. from singing so much. Oh. Even under with full-blown asthma, I can still fucking top out one of those. Uh, Could you ask when they Jackie give you the to thing get me a Pinot Grigio? See how much volume you can hold yeah. in your lungs? Right. You know, and I can, well, I can't, my throat can't take it anymore, but my lungs can damn sure right. fucking clean a bong out. All right. Oh, hey, nice. I, I wanted to ask you, um, do you know the movie The Fugitive? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Luke does. Tony's grabbing his stuff. Um, Is there a quiz? The other day. Wait, now, yeah. I, I, do, I do not, you're one of the most prevalent um, type of podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. Or reviews of movies. Okay. But, you know, down here we're in the Keys. We right. got a shitload of people. Everyone thinks when you run into someone that's kind of shady and stuff like that, you're running into someone. Who's shady? Well, I see it. This is from behind a bar. Someone in Shady Grady. Someone in witness protection. Oh, no, that's Big Pine, man. Oh, no, but you see it every, all so the time. people come and, down oh, here to hide out? Uh, yeah, they're going to hide out. I, I mentioned the fugitive. And, oh, look at oh that. I would man. love a, a Lagunitas. Oh, Tony, you're awesome. So there you go. These are some discrepancies. When we saw that, when I saw, saw that movie uh, originally, and I just saw it recently, there's some discrepancies. With the That's future. because you overanalyze yeah. shit. I, I do overanalyze shit. <laughs> well, Tommy Lee Jones, his main line was, I don't care. And Harrison no, no. Ford's main Her- line Harrison was, Ford, Tommy Lee Jones. I didn't kill my wife. I don't jo- care. Joe pa- Pantaloni. Okay. Harrison Ford is a guy that discovers that uh, Provasic, the main drug, that the, the drug that reduces uh, arterial oh, yeah, plaque yeah. buildup in your heart. They did take it right. deeper than yeah, okay. the TV so, show. Did. So yeah. what? What they did? What did they do? 
They sent a hitman to set him up or someone to go in there. And who they send? A one-armed man. man. Yeah, yeah. Does that make a lot of fucking sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. Go ahead. A one-armed man? Wait, because oh, he's oh, an oh. angry motherfucker, man. If you want, he only got one fucking arm. Okay, you know? okay. That's the reasoning. I guess that's another reasoning why I think, oh, that's the rationale. It's not like going to an ass-kicking contest with a one-armed man. Easy to track down a one-armed man. It's easy to track No, well, why would you send a one-armed man? Well, he got away, didn't he? He couldn't grab a hold of him. He only had one arm. So what did the guy say? So he's real good. The guy's fucking real good. He's got one arm. Well, there's, there's a lot. Hey, man, to arm. murder somebody yeah, like, professionally. You, you went, if you're the greatest assassin with one arm. They you, you could have done with two. Are you, you're saying you're better than an average assassin? No, man, arms? no. To be an assassin in the first place, you have to have a fucking brain, man. And so a brain doesn't necessarily need all its fucking limbs. It can do fucking do with one. Do you think when he one. was slapping, remember when he was, they were fighting? If you remember the movie, I saw the movie. He's fighting him, and it's rubbery fucking arm. He's fighting with him, and a rubbery fucking arm is smacking Hanson Ford in the face. Much like Borat, when he was chasing his business manager through the lobby. If you saw Borat? No. 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 Yeah, yeah, I've right. seen it. Yeah. With the rubber fist? Right. No. <laughs> the only Borat thing I've ever seen is the country and western song he does. Okay, if you got to say it. There's well, you, you have to well, think about in it. The part in, 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 in uh, The Fugitive, they're fighting, and you see the rubbery fake hand. Smacking him in the head from back and forth. It's like being like a big dick slapping going on. Wow. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, you know, if he wouldn't have gotten caught by Harrison Ford, if somebody would (laughs) have just saw him going out and then they show up for the lineup and he's only now got his prestotic prosthetic arm off. He doesn't meet the description. It was a two-armed person that there killed him, but I'm a one-armed man. Oh, that makes sense, actually. No, he called him a one-armed man. Yeah, there you go. Oh. I said if Harrison Ford would not have actually caught oh, him. Saw if it, somebody saw would it. just have maybe seen him leaving, he fit the description, then he shows up for the yeah, lineup without the, the arm. He, he held, he, he kind of like held it like... Uh, hey, I'm reaching for straws here. No, no, but like, no, okay, that's all right. And that's all right because it came back and... What the fuck? He's not like he had a fucking bike. Well, I mean, if you're going to pick it apart, how about when he jumps down the, off the fucking dam or whatever the fuck oh, yeah. that is? They, yeah. They, they, they didn't even take that. Yeah. You know, yeah, most people that do that fucking die. He was yeah, going, usually. Well, oh, he's going to the gas chamber. What? Harrison Ford was going to the gas chamber or whatever they did in Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Illinois. But no, he I mean. He had the death penalty. He got the death penalty. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean. That whether he survived, did, that he survived, yes, survived, yes. Jumping, no. Was was uh, Tommy Lee Jones also in this movie? Yeah, yes. yeah, he's the one that keeps okay. telling Harrison Ford, "I don't care." Every no, time Harrison no, Ford no, would yell at him as he's getting away, in, "I didn't in, kill my wife," and, and he jumps off the, the thing. And yeah. okay, and, okay. And, and why why would you fake the results of Pervasic? Pervasic was because it was a, it was trying to show the corruption that exists with the pharmaceutical no, companies yeah, and the doctor was no, getting a big kickback and, and he invested in you know, it. If you're a pharmaceutical company, you know that Pervasic destroys your liver Probably. and you get it approved by the FDA by faking the results. And then years later, people say, well, everyone that took Pervasic died of liver failure. Hey, imagine that. liability. What are you going right. to say? What, how's, what's the pitch? So here's Listen, the deal. we got to kill this guy to fake this so we can get this really so bad drug that's going to kill here's, everyone. Here's the way it works. They spend a billion dollars on a bad drug, and then they pay a fine or a lawsuit worth... Multi-billion dollars. No, no, no. Worth a Do couple of hundred million, million, maybe. 
No, they still surgical. get to hang on to a billion or two. Thalidomide and all that stuff. There was huge, huge. If you pass a drug, when you know so why is goddamn nicotine still legal? So they were trying to kill the guy who knew the drug was faulty. Was fucked up. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So yeah, it kills and discovered that they were hiding it. But we also to offset everything, offset the killing of everyone. We bought a lot of stock in coffins. There we go. And uh, liver uh, dialysis machines because it destroys your liver. So whatever we lose and we pay in liabilities, <laughs> we're going to make back a dialysis and uh, drugs. Zero sum game is and plus. other drugs. So, and the guy was Martin uh, Skrowski's uh, father. You know Martin Skrowski, the farmer uh, dude. No, farmer dude. He's the one he bought a medication a couple of years ago. He bought the pen. Oh, oh the, uh, dude, they, they went to jail because he, he raced it up sixteen thousand oh, percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sergeant, stupid yeah, he's in jail now. For, uh, uh, Epip- oh, Epipens, the young guy. So and okay. not Epiphones, Epipens. So that's good. That that you know that you did pretty good because you got that fall from the the uh, uh, waterfall. There you okay. go. Well, a waterfall was a fucking dam or some Fight club fight at the end of it. The fight club. Bare knuckle brawl. You're a cardiologist. What else is your best skill? Bare knuckle brawling. No, man. You're Harrison Ford. You got to have a fist fight. I know, but you're a fucking <laughs> cardiologist. How do you know how to bare knuckle brawl? No, I kind of agree. Hey, with that. not everybody is a goddamn dainty fucking pussy, man. There were yeah, some Golden Glove both boxers. Both cardiologists. Yeah. The fucking German one, his buddy <laughs> that's. See, a crowd will always know how to fucking fight. That's well, just their German nature, in, uh, man. The big, the big guy. To fight, and I can uh, say kraut because I am a kraut. So no, but, fuck anybody that's offended by that. No one's offended by kraut. Well, no, I mean anybody in the listening audience. Yeah, yeah but grow up with a like grow up with a funny grow up with a funny last name in West so, Virginia. But <laughs> I don't remember because the movie was so long ago. Was he just a cardiologist or was he a heart surgeon? Because if he just died... He was a vascular surgeon. Okay, well then, yeah, he would have had to have steady hands, so therefore steady he probably hands. would not have been a good fighter. A uh, good fighter, yeah. And then like, if you're if you're a cardiologist, and the other guy was a cardiologist. It could have been right. a good kickboxer, though. I mean, it's like, the one guys, they would be, like, if two Without cardiologists fought each other, yeah. it would be like a fight a between... A slap fight. A slap fight. Yeah. But you can't break your it hands. It would be Napoleon Dynamite fighting there goes his... Your uh, oh, I forgot. Kickboxing oh, is yeah. hands and feet. Uh, okay. So he'd been really good at kickboxing. No, you saw, you yeah, see man. it, Tony. Yeah, he's yeah, elbows. Oh, uh, you, you know, always when you're, uh, I can see that in med school. Always when you're t- taking care of your hands when you're in med school. Yep. And, and this is how you punch someone. That's why I always use so much lotion on my hands when I was young, man. <laughs> From <laughs> masturbating. Wow. Well, now I was taking care of my hands, man. There you go. <laughs> That's why he's got all the callus. It's not <laughs> from the musician part. No, the, only, the calluses are on the fingertips, oh, awesome. so... Um, yeah, well, and you know the funny you thing know, is... That, that's so, way you know, that's we're doing this that, a lot. That's, and I, that's and way know. too much personal information, Luke. We, we, it's hard we'll to go, jerk off like that. The, the funny thing, Luke's got them on the tips of his fingers, and if you look at mine, mine are all on the pads. Okay, that's you the know what that between. means? He's suggesting that Luke... Has to grab it by the tip of his finger. Yeah, that's no. That's no, the difference between is, bass players he's a and bass guitar player, players. And I'm a oh, lead I guitar you player. The size of your penis. Yeah, no. Wow. You, you, it, of, it's funny. Ba- know, bass players it's have all the calluses <laughs> on the pads of their fingers, and guitar players. I don't see what he roped chips. you into. Jim has a sausage thing, man. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a, like a fetish. What are you 
It is always talking about penises and. You were talking about putting lotion on your hands. Yeah. Because I was taking care of my hands, man. I want to keep them soft and fucking creamy so when I rub my wife, man, she didn't go, ew. That's one of the things you learn as a, mu- as a young musician growing up is you never punch somebody with your hand. You either hit them with your elbow or get them with the knee. What about the exactly. rest of your body? Why, and why you and you also learn to trim your fingernails, man. Yep. Keep, keep, when you're keep a musician, fingernails that's tight. why chicks like musicians. We got trim fingernails. Can't have long fingernails try to play guitar, man. How about your pubes? <laughs> girls really they like a hairier man. There's only a few girls that like a manscape, but most girls like to like a hairier dude, I, man. Yeah, I know. I'm, but, I'm pretty uh, sure Jim's manscaped. I, I am manscaped. So what? I'm proud of it. <laughs> I no, man, I did I that go. once for my old yeah, lady, only because we were going to the nude beach. It's fucking hot out there. The keys are hot. Well, we were going to the nude beach, and I was wanting to get a good tan, you know, and <laughs> Kimberly <laughs> told me never to do that again. She says, I don't want to feel like I'm sucking a little boy's dick. There you go. Well, they see the size is a little boy, but... Well, no, no, it wasn't the, the size, hair will man. Hide a the hair will not hide a gherkin. <laughs> no, man, your penis quits uh, grow I'm once sorry. you hit the age of five. The man. Mr. Vienna sausage. <laughs> a lot of hair does See, there he goes on about sausages. There again, he goes. Man. I did say sausage or cocktail weenie. Whatever. It will not hide. One the of them are Vienna weenies. Vienna weenies. That's it. Man, Today, those, those are canned oysters. Oh, Razor back to fishing. There's our friend back again here. So, uh, if anybody wanted to get contact you, Steve, at Key Largo Comics, where would they go? You can follow me on Twitter, at Key Largo Comics. That's all one word. And you can check out my eBay auctions, also under Key Largo Comics, all one word. Key Largo Comics, all one word, on Twitter and eBay. Do you have a physical uh, store? place or whatever yeah. where Store people can come my, over and look at your shit yeah my house yeah that's yeah. a physical <laughs> well place. we don't yeah, want to yeah. announce do you want you can if you want sure i mean, I mean if, if, I, if I know you Think i'll let it. you over okay sure. <laughs> or they can contact you give them your contact information maybe it's up to you whatever you're more yeah, comfortable. you can you know, email just... me at key largo comics at gmail.com key largo comics at gmail.com that's great we got Thanks, it guys okay uh, last but not least, we were talking to Marianne uh, Warren. She's on the show, so she's giving up her uh, expectation of privacy. <laughs> okay. She and she was talking about her 551-mile. Uh, it was uh, only supposed to be 545, but they moved the finish line six more miles. Six so. miles in, in Los Angeles. 551-mile bike. Oh, the bike tour thing. Bike yep. tour thing. Ah, uh, man, nothing, there's nothing better than a whole bunch of goddamn bicyclists on a busy goddamn road, man. That's just <laughs> Oh, that's where great, I think Jim was man. leading into this. No, that's all right. I like that. I like when Luke ever uh, does it. But they expect I'm it. sorry. I, I yeah, fucking, we, expe- I, we expect I it when they come down here, too. I hated bicycles the minute I discovered gasoline and a motorcycle. They call it a motor, man, okay. for a reason. Bicycles are outmoded. It's like yeah. riding a fucking horse. Nobody yeah, needs to, to do Luke it. Run yeah. wild. My, my first XR XR fifty. I never wanted to see another push bike again. Ex- you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, they they were raising. Okay, it's just so how? It, Sorry, bikes. that's just me, man. I uh, okay. what? The, it's bikes, right? Twenty two hundred bicyclists. Bicyclists. 
2200 bicycle. 2200 2200 and they that's suck, in California, right? right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, fuck well, it. a good They're place for bicycles. Shit they out raised, there. I know. They raised $18, $18 million. All the way down the Pacific Coast. They raised $18 million to fight AIDS. Oh, good for them. Oh, well, good what do you want to say about that? How much of it actually went to fight AIDS? $18 million. No, no. Oh. I mean, how much really $18 million. went to the fucking... No, the organization exists already. They raised $18 million and then somebody said, oh, well, i got to administrate yeah, this we money. Got the, the, I can't do it. Let's suspend imagination like we would in science fiction that they raised $18 million. Can we say something nice about these people? Okay. Yeah, good, get good off for the those fucking road. You raised, oh, you, you raised enough money. Stay asshole. off the fucking road. You motherfucking asshole. But I love it. I respect it. I let you say your whole thing. Okay, so she gave a I didn't present. say the whole thing. I know. No, but it was good. <laughs> Speaking of Bicycle. the whole, what do you think of the Bicycle. rectum as a whole? Yeah, rectum, damn rectum. <laughs> so, okay, so Marianne, who rode that race, she uh, was giving Bless a presentation at Rotary. Yeah. And uh, uh, Tony was there. And I was fucking right there. She's telling her thing. She's giving a whole presentation with the slides. And she goes, and someone asked, how about driving in, you know, when we're driving, did anybody get hit? And she goes, well, when we were in L.A., there were a couple people hit because those people drive crazy. And I was ready. I was going, oh, I wanted to go. And I swear to God, I did. I wrote it all down. And I, went, I had the whole thing I was going to say. I said, Marianne, I had a friend. He flew in. He flew into uh, L.A. He got on the public transportation. And while I was on public transportation, a police officer got on the plane. I mean, got on the bus, bus. and uh, he was trying to uh, tell something to the driver. Someone got upset, and there was a gunfight, and the bus driver was shot. And one of the people on the bus had to jump in to drive the bus. And then, while they were doing that, they had found out they had to drive a minimum of fifty-five miles an hour because <laughs> if they dropped under fifty-five miles an hour, it's going to now I, I know where you're going with how this. How fucking long it would take everyone to realize I was describing speed? The moon. Oh, I know where you're going with oh. this. You get it? I get yeah. it. I was like right was in hilarious. the thing. That's where my fucking. This was at uh, eight forty or eight no, no like eight twenty eight twenty-five in the morning, and my brain's racing. I go, oh my god, I just so wanted. Tell this woman about this story and see if she, And Marianne's a perfect person to go. Oh. oh my God, that's amazing, Jim. Yeah, she wouldn't she, have got she, it she at would, all. No, she would have went right with it, man. Yep. Oh, that would have been awesome. And uh, I'd like to thank uh, everyone for being on the show right now. Yeah, Bill, what are you, yeah it's, it's about time. Yeah, it is about time. About I'd like time. to thank uh, I ran Steve on about Key Largo time, Comics. Man. Let's hear the address again. Yeah, that's uh, keylargocomics at gmail.com. There you go. I got one more thing to say, but Tony... Tony the Keys yes. Undertaker. Ooh. If you're, if he just, you're, if he you just die in the Keys. He's getting business right now. Somebody just fucking died. It's man. Tony Allen to come and see. So he, did I miss the best bar thing? Did I walk away during that or something? What, the best bar? Yeah. Oh, my God. We did miss the best bar thing. Can we go in a couple what, minutes? What, best bar? Yeah. Yeah, we can take okay. as much time as we want. We're we can do best bar. bars. Speaking uh, of best bars, McGee's. there's Kathy. I didn't think I missed it. Mine's a McGeehan's, Captain's Tony's, and... Key Largo, Irish Kevin's, uh, the Garden of Eden. Oh, in, uh, Garden of Eden? Yeah, because you see a lot of old Oh, bowls. my God, no. Wow. Uh, what, sorry, once again, sorry, if there's in, a place uh, that you are allowed... Hold on. If there's a place that you're allowed to be naked and you want to be naked, you should not be allowed to be naked. That's the truth. <laughs> I got That's like the, that the bowl okay, and the whistle Charles or whatever Street that pub. Yeah. I'm going to try. Charles Street Pub. 
Tories in Towson, Mums in Baltimore, McGeehan's in Philadelphia, McGeehan's uh, rock bottom uh, in uh, Philadelphia. Uh, the I like to give the a shout out saloon in Seattle, New Jersey. You go to the filling station in Mims, Florida. Filling there you station? go. Yes, name of the bar. Filling station. We, okay, because it's an old filling station. They converted into a bar. Oh, that's fucking yep. awesome. And, and uh, that's in Mims, Florida. M I M S. Mims, Florida. That's just north of Tight Assville. Yep. And then up in Scotts, right before you get to Scottsmore, we got fucking the Citrus Lounge. Man, home with a citrus painkiller. <laughs> oh, that sounds like something with live. I played guy. music there many moons ago, man. Yep. Actually, That's no, if I, I got both kinds of music, country I, and western. If I got to do a, a shout, butt chugging, then right? Yeah, uh, you know, I haven't been to that bar in probably thirty years, <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was about to say, if I got to do a shout out to a bar, it'd probably be uh, the Night Owl Lounge up in Athens, Georgia. Athens, Georgia. <laughs> that was. Dude, we were playing there one night with the uh, the 441 band, and we had a guy uh, having a fight with somebody on the dance floor and pull, pulls out a handgun. It was funny as hell. Of course, you know, this is back back in the 80s with the country oh, band. Oh, that is funny. And so the entire the entire band pulls out, and half the bar, there, there's probably 50 people with fucking guns pointed at this motherfucker. Bouncers are going, hey, thanks. We appreciate you all. Nobody fire. We're going to take him out. Okay. Thank you. So, true story, no shit, I'm playing at a place uh, just outside of Sanford, Florida, many moons ago. It was called Whiskey River South. Or was there you North? go. There was a One Whiskey River. Uh, no, that because Whiskey River North was in Macon. Okay, and that so was this the was armpit of Georgia. God, that bar and was so horrible. So, here's the funny thing. It says right out, a little place called Midway, right on uh, Highway 46, right outside of Sanford, Florida. And Midway, that community was like um, Hibiscus Park here in Key Largo. Oh, yeah. It was, a uh, you know. Uh, and so they had a package store there. A lower and those, income. And, and the lower income people could only come into the package store. They yeah, couldn't not in the go bar. into the bar. And I watched fucking somebody get gutted right in front of me. Oh, there you I go. I had a bullet whiz by my ear. I heard it go by. And That'll get your attention. behind me. We kept playing, though. We didn't stop. The dance floor didn't hardly clear. <laughs> Somebody grabbed whoever had the gun and kicked his fucking ass bad. We would, we would load work. out there. We were It was a seven-night-a-week gig, man. Oh, there you go. Well, but on Sunday night, it, Sunday night was gravy night because you ended at midnight. You couldn't play yeah, past could, midnight could, on could, Sunday. Didn't go to three. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good. Tony. Well. Yeah, obviously the catch. That's a great place. you got to come here. It's not a dive. Bar. But listen, okay, so back in Pensacola, there was this place called O'Reilly's. It was an Irish pub. It was a dive bar. Always a fucking Irish. Yes, but there was also an automotive place in town called O'Reilly's. Oh, O'Reilly's oh, 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 auto parts. So my stepbrother was living with me going to college, and his mother, my stepmother at the time, was still paying all of his bills. And he kept running up his credit card at O'Reilly's buying shots and stuff like that. And he was like, you know, my, my mom's starting to get worried. And I said, just tell her you're buying parts for the car. About two months into this, she gives me a call worried that he's driving around in some POS because he's shopping at O'Reilly's three times a week, spending hundreds of dollars. So, <laughs> so it was O'Reilly's bar. It was That's a bar. That's he was telling her that he was buying parts for his car because that was the lie I told him that one night. I didn't expect him to carry when it on. Hey, it worked, man. When they, see the, when they see the tips, 
No, all they just saw was the thing on the credit card statement. No, just O'Reilly's a total. Oh, that's wow. what comes up. Yeah. That's what comes across the statement. Okay. He didn't send them the credit card receipt. You got, you got a got dive bar you like? Oh, the elbow room in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, I've I've been there. Yeah, that's uh, kind of a crazy one. It's a legendary beach bar up in Fort Lauderdale, and uh, I've seen many crazy things happen there. Like, Um, mostly brawls. Brawls. I think I've been in maybe one. One of them. Yeah, one. I was where I was actually involved. It looked like participant, if you will. It looked like you could handle yourself admirably. Well, it's an old grand house. We got a a couple bars that I still have. Seattle City Dead Dog Saloon. It's not. It's quite. It's not a really die bar. The bar bar in Denver. That was fucking awesome. Uh, Streeters Tavern in Chicago, and the thing is, are you naming ones that have already closed, man? No, I mean, they're still I, around. They're still around. Okay, that's what I tried to do: is stick with ones I know are still open. Still I left around. out the grad well, house still as of uh, a year and a half ago. Uh, a year and a half ago, that was the last time I seen them. What makes um, a great buy, uh, dive bar. Some place where you can go in and say fuck and nobody gives a shit. No. No. I'll give a perfect perfect example. When you light up a joint out back and nobody, nobody gives cares. a fuck. No, they I'll give drink, a perfect, gather around. perfect example of a dive bar. There's a local bar. Luke and I will walk in there occasionally in our cups and we'll walk up to the bartender and go, two double whiskeys. Prano. Oh, put some cubes in them. And the bartender will look you at us and cubes, go, not pubes, right? Cubes. Okay. Cubes. And the bartender will look at us and go, you remember what happened last time? And we'll look at him and go, no, no recollection whatsoever. He's like, boom, throws him up on the bar and goes, let's watch the shit show. <laughs> oh. That's the dive bar. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, sounds like a dive bar to me. No, what, what, I mean, for Are me. Are you a dive bar Miami, kind of guy or do you like If I'm in a city, places. I like uh, proximity to uh, public transportation. Now it's kind of moot because of Uber and Lyft. Uh, yeah. The bartenders, the fast uh, service, uh, funny. If you're a bartender, fast and funny, uh, able to balance everything. Um, I don't want things to look clean. I want things to yeah, look dirty, shabby, I think you unkempt, if inter- you will. Interesting yeah, regulars. Yeah. I, I like regulars a place where I can puke and, and not feel like I've violated the place, right. you know? No, no, but regulars that aren't... Um, like at the Caribbean club, or you can come, you know, dogs come and lick it up, and it'll get yeah, exactly. upset. So somebody's going to have a dog. It's like, hey, I'm waiting for. That. I've been waiting for that all night long. Bar, it has to have good prices. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got to be. I mean, you know, obviously, uh, the best price in so town. If you, so that unless you're an asshole, and if you're an well, asshole, the bartender will jack up the price on an asshole. Yes, they will. Which is their right, I think. A good jukebox with. Lots of rock and roll and heavy well, metal. There ain't no such thing as a good jukebox now. You know, they don't have, now they got all this touch tune bullshit. And, uh, well, it should be the way it is. It you start be. looking for stuff, they got fucking 18,000 fucking Britney Spears bullshit songs. That's and true. Two <laughs> Elvin Bishop tunes. Damn. What the and hell when's the last time you saw a tool on a jukebox, man? <laughs> a tool on a jukebox? Good point. Okay. Tool is the name of a band well, about, that uh, does some kick-ass shit. It's about man. time to uh, sign off here. We did get I actually get about close to it. It's about time Thank I do to shit. the Keys Undertaker, uh, Steve from Key Largo Comics, uh, Luke Glenn, and I'm Jim, the Keys bartender. I'm going to leave it over to uh, Bill. Bill. There you go. Messenger. Thank you all. We do appreciate you uh, tuning in and listening. Uh, remember, we do have a chat here. I've been looking at this thing all night. I get kind of lonely. Uh we have a chat. If you guys feel feel the urge to 
throw something in and uh, message us. We'll be happy to talk to you. Uh, thank you so much. We'll be back. Uh, when are we back? Next Tuesday. Uh, we'll be at uh, Blackwater Siren doing our run-up to Episode 100. Uh, speaking of Episode 100, a uh, couple Wednesdays from now, maybe we can uh, maybe we can do something where we do a show and then maybe Luke and I will play a little bit or I don't know. We'll do it on 100. Yeah. No. I'm thinking when we get up towards 100, maybe we do a show and you and I play play a little bit. We can bring in some acoustic stuff. I don't know. Oh, yeah, we could do that, Yeah, man. I think that would be fun. Yeah, I think we could do that I'll even spend the fucking $14 for strings for my Alvarez, is, uh, man. Oh, there you go. No, that you I haven't played in a long no, time. No, you can bring in you can bring in your Taylor. I, I, I can make that work. Ah, uh, Taylor sucks. I'd rather play the Alvarez. Okay, cool. Unless I'm going to play some fancy solos. <laughs> well, tickle my ass, Elmo. Let's do it. There you go. That's, that, all right. That, that just popped in my head, my so we might be able to do that elbow. for you. <laughs> well, thank you all so much. We do appreciate you tuning in and uh, spending time with us, and we will see you uh, next Tuesday. Hope you all have a good night, and we will catch up with you all later.